It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From a soon-to-be-disclosed location 12 floors up somewhere in Oklahoma City, welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast being recorded on August the 9th. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., saying thank you so much for making us a part of your day, whatever time of day it is, and thank you for your support of the Locked on Thunder podcast. And don't forget, if you are an Oklahoma sports fan, not that this podcast is pigeonholed to Oklahoma sports fans or limited to just Thunder fans, but if you're an Oklahoma sports fan, coming soon, Locked on Sooners. We also have some really cool stuff coming soon where I will, I can tell you now, I will be back on the radio. I just cannot tell you what I'm going to be doing yet. But that stuff will start to leak out here over the next couple of days, and we will be able to disclose everything that's going on. And I'm I'm very excited about having the opportunity to return to radio. So hopefully you will be just as excited as we are about that, and uh, it'll just make Locked on Thunder that much better. And speaking of Locked on Thunder and things that are in the more immediate future... Here's what's coming up on today's episode one. The Thunder do play on Martin Luther King Day. I missed that yesterday. Who are they playing? Well, if you don't know, I'm going to tell you and tell you why I think it might be kind of an interesting matchup. Two, do fans in Oklahoma City really have any animosity towards Carmelo Anthony? And does Carmelo Anthony have any animosity towards the Oklahoma City Thunder? We didn't touch on that. When we spoke about the Thunder taking on the Houston Rockets on Christmas Day. So we'll jump into that. Plus, we'll give it up to the Cleveland Plain Dealer for one of the sneakiest headlines written in recent sports history. This was absolutely genius on their part. It was beautiful. In segment number two, we hear from John Calipari about the NCAA's latest decision to allow elite whatever that means, basketball players to sign with agents and guys being able to come back to college when they haven't been drafted, etc., etc. Calipari will kind of give us some more detail on that and we'll talk about the still potential problems that could arise and why why this is a good thing. Even though USA Basketball is not particularly thrilled, nor the NBA Players Association, It's a good thing that this is out there. And Kawhi didn't go scorched earth when he was talking about the San Antonio Spurs. And that was the wrong decision. We'll explain that all in segment number three. My name's Eric G. I've been covering the Thunder for five years. I do radio here in Oklahoma City. We'll do radio in Oklahoma City. I can't tell you just exactly where yet. And I also contribute to Thunder Digest. I'm a credentialed member of the media and I've been covering this team for five years. And please, if you like what you hear, go to LockedOnThunder.com where all the podcasts are archived and there's video and audio from players, coaches, and members of the front office. 
Segment number one, I have to start off with sincere apologies to you because I told you yesterday that the Thunder were not playing on Martin Luther King Day. That was a flat-out lie. They are playing on Martin Luther King Day. They will be playing at night against the New York Knicks. That game will be in Madison Square Garden. Heard Dean Blevins say it last night on television. Then my man at the Passive Juice Motel texted me a cool little graphic. And even the guys at the Thunder confirmed it. Yes, Thunder Knicks, Martin Luther King Day. There's nothing about it in the press release, and I'm looking at it again. That That's not part of it. And, and I think the reason that it wasn't put in the press release is because it's not part of the TNT triple header. And it's since it's just kind of another game on the schedule. However, the NBA, as much as they have made Christmas Day their own, they've done a tremendous job with MLK Day as well. A really tremendous job in making that one of the featured nights, days that NBA games are played. And usually it's 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 an all-day thing. And it used to be a time where the D-League, now G-League, did their all-star game, had their dunk contest, and actually, I can't remember if they did necessarily an all-star game as much as they played matchups. They had featured matchups in, in sort of a set location. But the NBA has owned it, and it's a day that a lot of people get off and you get a chance to go watch some really fun basketball. And for the Thunder, it says a lot about where this team is now and still is. Even with Kevin Durant gone, you're on opening night. Now, granted, you are playing Kevin Durant. You're playing on MLK Day, MLK Day, and you're sandwiched in there with Christmas Day playing the Houston Rockets. The Thunder still get top billing. A lot of that is because of Russell Westbrook, but yes, this is still a winning organization. And even though the Thunder have not performed up to our liking in the last couple of years because we're spoiled rotten and we believe that the Thunder should always be one of the top three teams in the West, obviously the folks at the networks and the NBA really dig what Oklahoma City's doing. And I think this Knicks game could be an interesting matchup if the Knicks can live up to their end of the bargain. And I hope, not expect, that the Knicks are going to be all right this next year. And maybe Ennis Canner can stay healthy and David Fisdale can get the most out of this team. They're going to get rid of Joakim Noah, which I can't think would do anything but help them. But hopefully this will turn out to be a really good matchup and TNT will regret not making it part of the triple header. Although the matchups they have now, pretty darn good. As for this game with the Houston Rockets... I did not touch on Carmelo Anthony getting a shot at his old team on Christmas Day. And at one, I just don't think it's that big a deal because Carmelo Anthony doesn't seem to have any animosity towards Oklahoma City, even in the exit interview where he was talking about sacrificing for family and wouldn't sacrifice a bench role and wasn't going to sacrifice minutes. I never got the sense that it was anger as much as it was just a guy who still believed he could perform at a high level and disagreed with the organization's vision for what they saw for him and the role they wanted him to play. It's just something that didn't work out. And for as much as Thunder fans want Carmelo Anthony gone, you don't get the sense that Thunder fans just burn with anger over Carmelo Anthony. When Carmelo Anthony comes back, He's going to get cheered. And on Christmas Day, they're playing in Houston. And yeah, Carmelo Anthony's going to want to give it a little bit extra to prove to Sam Presti and 
Billy Donovan and Russell Westbrook and, and, and everybody he thought didn't give him a fair shake. He's going to at least want to show that he's still that player. But all in all, I don't get the sense that these guys didn't get along or he just absolutely hated his time here and he's going to be angry. And if you can find one, I don't know. I saw one tweeted out today. I saw a Carmelo Anthony Atlanta Hawks jersey. That might actually be worth having. Even if you have to make one yourself at the NBA store, just so you could add that to your collection. Because yes, he was there. He was a member of the Atlanta Hawks. Kudos real quick to the Cleveland Plain Dealer for one of the sneakiest best headlines maybe in the history of newspaper when they trolled Carmelo Anthony. And I don't know if you saw this. I saw it on probasketballtalk.com. But the headline reads, Lonzo Ball and the Lakers at the queue on November 21st. Former Cav James also expected to play. You couldn't have done it any better than that. You really couldn't have if you wanted to troll LeBron James. But but I thought everything was good between Cleveland and LeBron James. He came back after ditching you for Miami, won the championship, thought everybody was still holding hands. Not Are, are there still people mad? Obviously, some people want to take a dig at him at the Cleveland Plain Dealer, but that's not so full of hate that I can get down with it. And I guess it might serve for... A little extra motivation for LeBron James. I, I LeBron will come back and get cheered this time when he goes to the queue and shows up with the Lakers. Hey, you win a championship for a fan base, and a hell of a lot gets forgiven. And don't think that Kevin Durant's not thinking about that. Even though I don't want him to come back, you know Kevin Durant, who just cannot stand to be the bad guy, has got to be considering coming back to Oklahoma City if he gets that opportunity to try and win a championship to narrate the story. Narrate his own story and put it out there the way he thinks it should be put out there. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, we'll hear from John Calipari as the NCAA gets some, well, to-be-expected backlash from their latest decision. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am Eric G. Remember, LockedOnThunder.com. We have all our podcasts archived, and we are also launching a new Twitter account, at NewGeehso. And more importantly than any of that, well, I guess not more importantly, I really want you to go to the website. So remember, LockedOnThunder.com. It's very important that you go there. If you want to follow me on Twitter, at new G-E-E-H-S-O, I would love to have the follow. And I will even follow back. But we are launching Locked On Sooners, and that is coming later this month. Very excited about that. Doing all my research, starting to catch up, get it together, and trying to figure out a way to make that as different a podcast as one can possibly have about Oklahoma. Because there's a ton of them out there. So we're working on that 
feverishly here at the Locked On Podcast Network and, of course, here at my soon-to-be-disclosed location in Oklahoma City. So the NCAA makes a ruling yesterday, or not so much a ruling, but a decision that will go into effect shortly about elite basketball players being able to sign with agents when they're in high school. And there's going to be problems with this, and already they're experiencing backlash from USA Basketball because USA Basketball is supposed to determine who elite basketball players are. And it's these guys that will get invited to certain tournaments, which is going to present problems for parents because if you don't get invited to that tournament, but yet your son is really good at basketball and has an opportunity to go play college, why is he not afforded the opportunity to talk with agents? And it'll eventually open the door for football. My feeling is, is even though this is very imperfect and still in the infancy stages, infancy stages, that you need to just go ahead and have the conversation, get it out there, start the process of essentially making these guys professional athletes because that's exactly what they are. And with more on this, here is John Calipari, Kentucky head coach. Well, we'll, whatever happens, let let me just say this. None of this goes into effect until the NBA and the Players Association come up with something, and I'm hearing it won't be until 2022. So we're probably wasting our breath dealing with the ins and outs of this. Like I'll give an example. I'm here in the Bahamas, and the CEO of USA Basketball, Jim Tooley, is here. And he's like saying, wait a minute, wait. we deal with one of the one percenters. We don't deal with foreign players. We're not, USA Basketball, in a position – to try to say who gets an agent and who's not. And he and he's willing to do summer stuff, but not himself. He wants to be with others. He wants to collaborate with the NBA, with the NCAA, with the Players Association, USA, together. But USA Basketball, so there's a lot of stuff that needs to be worked out. I'll give you one. They're saying a player can leave, put his name in the draft, and if he doesn't get drafted, I wish if he was in the second round, he could go back to college. But... If they want it to be that he can go back to college after he's not drafted, my question is, what if there are no scholarships at that school because they gave the scholarships away because they thought he was leaving? What does that kid do now? Does he go to another school? Does he have to sit out? Sit out? He was trying to leave. I just hope as we go through all this stuff we're doing, we're thinking about what to do to these young people I hope we don't have this, none of these kids belong on a college campus. It isn't true. Don't you believe that? Okay. (laughs) Okay, John. Um, Oh, wow. Uh, Where do we even start with that? First First and foremost, John Calipari is right when he says that Kids could get screwed out of not being able to go back. Like If they decide, hey, I want to go back to college, well, it does put the coach in a bad position about whether or not does he hold a scholarship open for a player and possibly lose out on another kid because that player decides not to come back. Does he risk going ahead and giving that scholarship away to a younger player that might not be as good and definitely not as experienced, and then this kid now has to transfer But at least, like and John Calipari says, it's not going into effect in 2022, but it's something. It's a talking point. 
that the NCAA, the coaches, the NBA, the Players Association can all work out. And my thought would be that in the case of this situation where a kid goes into the draft, he doesn't get drafted, he wants to come back and play for the college that he was just at, go ahead and allow him to have a scholarship. Find it, find a way for that scholarship to not count against the current guys that you have on. Maybe in those, maybe in those special cases, if kids are coming back from a draft, you're allowed a couple of extra scholarships. I don't think it would be that big a deal. And then you could redshirt kids, etc. But with basketball, it gets a little sticky because normally when you're handing a kid at a scholarship, if it's a one-and-done situation, he's only going to need that scholarship for a few months and then he's out the door. So that's one thing that can be worked out too. As far as being concerned about young kids, the NCAA has been exploiting college players for years. So I don't want to hear now, especially a coach, and I I like John Calipari, but I don't want to hear that coach who has mastered the one and done now talk about being so concerned about his athletes. All he cares about is getting them to Kentucky, putting them in the NBA, so he can go get the next class. It is all a business decision. And the NCAA doesn't give a damn about kids because they're making billions of dollars off of them. And they treat them like crap. They absolutely treat them like crap. They will not admit that they are employees. They won't admit that they deserve money. And that, yes, you can make millions of dollars off of them. You can make billions of dollars in the case of the NCAA but we're not going to let them see a share of it. Coaches are going to make millions and hundreds of thousands, depending on the school, in salary and bonuses, but the kids aren't going to see a dime of it. And the excuse is, well, we give them room, board, books, and an education. So right there. And it's just, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to think that this is a bad thing. Even if it's not perfect right now, it's not bad It just needs to be ironed out. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, why Kawhi Leonard made the wrong decision by not going scorched earth. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am Ari G. Remember, Locked On Sooners is coming right around the corner. We're very excited about that. Follow me at G-E-E-H-S-O. That's at G-E-E-H-S-O. That is our uh, new Twitter account, and that's going to be the home for Locked On Thunder as well as Locked On Sooners. And remember, LockedOnSports.com for all the podcasts from the Locked On Podcast Network. Kawhi Leonard blew a golden opportunity. I'm so ticked off at this guy right now. When you've got an opportunity to go scorched earth, go scorched earth. Burn your enemies when you have that opportunity. And yes, I know this goes against things that are said in the Bible. I get it. Totally get it. 
And I totally get that I'm being a hypocrite right now. But so many of us are not afforded the opportunity to say what we really think about former co-workers. Think, just think about that for a second. Or former bosses. Places that we worked. That we felt, I don't know, maybe we were screwed over. I mean, I don't know, maybe you worked someplace for 20 years, but it was a screwed up place to work. People have had that opportunity. People have worked for, for, for bad em- employers. We know that that happens. But the minute we step out on the ledge and we say something about said employer or boss or employee, now it starts to end up with a lawsuit. You also do yourself a lot of damage. You can't get yourself back into maybe certain industries. So you have to play the nice game. You have to go out and play the game. Well, Kawhi Leonard, because of his talent, And because he is going to be one of the most sought-after, if not the most sought-after free agent next year, actually will be the most sought-after free agent next year after he's done with this season with the Raptors, could say whatever he wanted to about San Antonio. And it was very obvious that he wasn't getting along with Pop. I mean, first of all, he wasn't playing. He didn't like the way the organization pushed him around. He had his agent throw it out there that he wanted to play for the Lakers. He was not showing up and sitting on the bench for for key games. Wasn't acting like he was a part of it. His ex-teammates have said bad things about him. And he had the opportunity to strike back. He had the opportunity to say what we all know that he should have said. And he blew it. And you can say that he took the high road. And what he did was he went out with a little bit of class and it was great that he said what he did about the fans, but his actions speak so loud that you know what he said about pop. And you can go read the letter on probasketballtalk.com. And I think it's on ESPN.com and I'm sure it's in the, the San Antonio paper. You can go back and read it, but you just know deep down, that's not the way that dude felt. And I think for all of us who would love to have that moment of just shooting the birds, both of them, at former bosses, take it up for us. Give one to us, Kawhi. You don't have to be. And to me, it's, I guess for what, I guess what I'm saying in a very roundabout way is it, it, it lacked something in being genuine. Because you just have this feeling that's like, nah, man, nah, we know. We know that you weren't, we know that you weren't down with those guys. So don't try and act like you're down with them now. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe because, maybe because, maybe because I would have done that. Maybe it makes me a bad person. Maybe she, maybe it's Kawhi Leonard's just a better person than me all the way around. Thank you much for joining us today on the Locked on Thunder podcast. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. And hey, don't worry about the Eastern Conference in the NBA. It's already locked up. Jalen Brown has told us that. We'll discuss. Is there really any serious challenger outside the 76ers to the Celtics? That's coming up on tomorrow's show. Thanks for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. Remember, as always, everybody love everybody, ELE, and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.